Good afternoon, everybody. This is Chris and Made in EDH. And I'm Kayla. Uh, we had some fun today with technical difficulties, but we are here, and it's successful this time, which is very good. Hopefully. And today's episode is, Who Are You? We have a lot of descriptions to go into this episode number two of what we mean of, Who Are You? We are describing what the channel is and why we came up with the name we have and some deck archetypes that we saw that we think that could be addressed in a kind of fun parody way. Um, we have a lot of fun things in store for you guys today. Yes, uh, we're going to get started, I guess, to explain our name a little bit. Made in EDH. Now that some of you are like, Oh, he probably picked a maid because he thinks maids are, like, pretty and stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. I do like maids, but, you know, who doesn't? But they it's actually food. a little bit deeper about that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, But, like, you know, I just imagined, like, I was thinking about, like, Commander in general. Whenever I build a deck, I kind of treat my decks kind of like a maid, you know? You, you help kind of put it together so you hire somebody and they have a good set of skills uh i.e the colors of the deck you know good stuff and like it doesn't like made is relative to me i don't associate with any one gender there could be male maids you know there's not i'm not associating it with a gender it's just an idea and as anything in many other gaming universes the power of ideas is very strong um so i'm a firm reliever of that and i just imagine like you know this maid's got your your deck archetypes in there it's like here's the colors that you wanted for your deck they're all together in this nice little library also i have lands in my hand with the land deed here but you only allotted so many yeah and um... you know with that, though, maids also kind of suck at their jobs sometimes because you're like, oh, I need some lands, please. And the maid is just like, what? You need more spells? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like you know, you, you have this, like, you hire somebody and, like, they're doing their damnedest job. You know they're doing their job. You know you're trying to work hard to... To, to help you get to your ultimate goal of, like, keeping the house maintained against the enemies of the other houses while their maids try and do bad things on your property, like, cut your hedges wrong, and you're just like, oh, how dare you? Get off my property! <laughs> so, like, there's, like, a little bit, like, where, like, the helm holders of the decks were just, like, lords just sitting there with, like, our maids and butlers running around just Getting us resources, ramping up value, you know? Good old funny things. You're like, you know, well, we need to get this big old creature out. Okay, he ordered the dog out. Go fetch it. But, like, you know, on the topic of they're trying their darndest to help you, like, sometimes you're just like, man, I could really just use a land, you know, like you were just saying. <laughs> and sometimes she's just... She's just so, like, clueless at times that she's just like, is this okay? And you just look at it, and you're just like, you want to be mean about it because it's not what you need, but you're just like, I know you're trying, and I know it's not your <laughs> fault, but I'm also very disappointed in you. You're doing and your we, best. <laughs> you're doing your best, but I'm not happy. <laughs> So, it's kind of in that funny boat that I kind of gave up the idea is like, you know, your deck's just like a maid or a butler who's just trying their darndest to make you happy, but sometimes they do a really good job and you're just like, man, I'm so impressed with you today. Here, you get to go into the double sleeves. <laughs> Whoa, upgrade. <laughs> or, like, or like, if it just didn't function, you're just like, you know what, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to change your clothes. Those don't fit you. Let's go. Let's go to the store and buy you some new ones. 
or <laughs> they have to be dissected. Sorry, them's the rules. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess there is Golgari, so I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy our little brief discussion there. Well, if anybody requests more of us to talk about why we name this page and maybe go depth more into it, we can. But for now, I think we should dive into the deck archetypes like we promised our, v our listeners a second ago. So, I think the first one on our list is Aggro, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, we got Aggro, and that's short for Aggressive. So, these decks, they come in quick, they come in hard, and they beat you to a bloody pulp. Um, I had an analogy for this, so it's like the oh, anime characters. <laughs> It's like anime characters that are running late and got the toast in the mouth, but they turn the corner and they just slam into somebody and knock them unconscious. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, it's kind of like that, an idea of like, you know, Sonic, he wants to go fast. So you're yep. trying to like close out the game, you... You don't want to go on too long because if you do, it's like Sonic trying to trying to do a long race, but it's a, a lip, it's like a um, it it was a it was like a three hundred meter dash, but it turns into this like weird flying kind of maneuver thing where you have to fly straight up for like two hundred feet, <laughs> where it's like you know somebody who's got like a hang glider is gonna probably get a little bit further than Sonic will. Because Sonic can't fly, really, unless he gets one of those springs, but... Nope. So We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go fast and just forward, just as hard as you can. Um, I guess another analogy I was thinking of is... It's like a hot dog eating contest. You're just trying to eat as many hot dogs as you can before your other opponent. So perfect. And, like, like if we look at the different colors of aggro, maybe, like, red's, like, the hot dog color, maybe. Oh, but then yeah, again, definitely. you got, like, well, you, you kind of have, like, white weenies, though, so maybe they're the hot dog one. <laughs> yeah, that, that goes with weenies, for sure. <laughs> um, Definitely for, like, red, I agree. It's, it's so, like, aggro in particular is just, like, it's just... It's definitely, like, eating contests. Like, we're talking about the deck archetypes as though, like, they're food places. Places you go to eat. And aggro yeah. is just those, eat, those, like, eating contest places. And red is definitely about getting things done very quickly and efficiently. Without skipping so a would beat. You say, would you say red is at the top of the list for aggro? Oh, absolutely. I think they're the best. They are the hastiest color. They are the tastiest color for it. And they know how to bring it in and close it out. So with that, so, so second place. I, I think second place is fairly obvious, but what do you think? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's a toss-up a little bit for me for a green and white. Um, I think those are pretty pretty big aggro colors that are pretty prevalent nowadays. I go total green all the way. There's just so much like creature base, one drop, two drop, and then you have the gruel aspect. So, I mean, when you think of aggro, or when I do at least, I think of gruel. It's just hits you hard and fast. Oh yeah, that's so true. That dual color aspect is super fast and hits really hard. And usually when you think about the most ag aggressive dual color, nobody is more aggressive than Gruul. Yep. So that's, <laughs> I, I guess I would have to concede that. Sorry, White, you have to go to number three. I mean, White is so. solid sitting in the third place. Oh yeah, it's, it's nothing against White. It's just green is just definitely... It's just the pairing of them is it seems to have a strong like synergistic energy 
Yeah. So. Hasty big boys. Yeah. Hit them hard, hit them fast. Or hit them fast, hit them hard. Sorry, I flipped it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, like, green is, like, you know, that eight, that, like, pretty typical, like, you know, eat the steak and under this allotted time limit and you you get to be put on the wall. Oh, yeah, that's that's very true. So it's that. So I feel like they're like that steak eating contest thing. Now for white, though, what would you what would you use? I honestly would think of something like dumplings because you just have a ton of dumplings like with the white weenies. You're just trying oh, yeah. to eat as many as possible. Oh, that sounds so good. You're <laughs> you're cruel. <laughs> but yeah, that's that sounds perfect for white. Not just because white... dumplings are white, but I just feel like it's appropriate because white's so full of good stuff. And when it when it comes to fruition, oh my gosh. Sometimes you're just like, wow. It's like bam bam done. I got yeah. all the cards I needed, and you didn't draw anything to deal with it, so I win. Especially when it comes to enchantments and equipment that just boost your little boys into big boys. <laughs> yeah, or even just having a bunch of little boys. They just come yeah. in and just go go hit hard and take take down the name of their opponent and just go walk off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think we have an idea of who comes in last for aggro. I think that one is fairly obvious, but... Uh, uh, let me give you a hint. It's not black, which is number four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would argue maybe black and white are a little similar, because, you know, you have your... You have your really strong three-drop black creatures, and those creatures typically just keep getting bigger and bigger, especially with like the vampiric touch mechanic, like uh, other creatures die or opponents lose life and they get plus one, plus one counters. So black yeah, and white and they take off at the same rate. That's very true. They are very similar in that fashion. So yeah, I'm maybe, maybe they're in that awkward spot of, well, it kind of comes down to maybe who's faster at going off quicker with lesser circumstances. So it's I would probably say maybe white and black are both third and fourth. Yeah. Maybe just, just put bench. them in the same area. Mm-hmm. So what would you put black's uh, aggro eating area? Uh, definitely a drinking contest because you're hurting yourself. As well. Yeah, totally. That's that totally makes sense. Like somebody's like, I could drink more than you. Oh yeah, well I could drink more than you. It's perfect. <laughs> and by the end, you're just both suffering. Yeah, which is totally perfect because black's all about lose losing something to gain value is such a black thing, and it's amazing. It's one of the most <laughs> powerful colors. If you underestimate a black deck, you're in a bad, bad spot. Because the second you underestimate black is the second you're going to lose. And it's like, it's it's very true. Like, if you underestimate somebody in a drinking contest, oh, they look puny. There's no way they can handle their liquor. If you think that, yeah, there's a good chance that maybe that's true. But you might find that one person who could drink you under the table. So... Blue aggro, why is it number five? I think blue is referred to as like one of the most powerful colors. Why did we rate it so low? Uh, I don't really see any aggro in blue. It's I just I'm drawing a blank with it. There's not really. I don't know. There's no good blue aggro that I've seen. This is true. There have been like a bunch of like little one drops that have been good at being early game, like maybe dishing out some damage, but like really, uh it's definitely something that's not seen very often because blue strategies generally don't 
help angle the way of really being aggro. I mean, in Commander and and Retrospect, you can pretty much play anything as anything for the most part of these archetypes. Uh, We're just talking about the archetypes in general because um, we play Arena, so we we have a different view on it. Um, some of these views aren't quite appropriate for commander like aggro necessarily unless you're playing like CEDH. But as far as like blues like fast eating contest, I think it's something kind of bland that like only like people certain people enjoy. But it's like you have to have a taste for it. Yeah, I can't think of like one off the top of my head, but like I just imagine it's like some sort of like. Uh, it's like a drinking contest, but it's not like alcohol or anything like super bad for your body. It's like maybe who can drink the most like mineral water or something. <laughs> and like some of the people are like, oh, it's just water. You could drink a bunch of this. And like they get like halfway in and they're just like, my body's so bored. I- I'm going to leave. And then you have the true winner who just like stood through the whole thing. I think that's the most appropriate way to talk about blue aggro. Yeah, it's just there's no <laughs> there's no contest <laughs> there at all. Yeah, it's if blue blue is very oppressive in the way it plays. So it, having an aggro strategy is not something it's normally supposed to do. So it's definitely something it does not really have very built strong for it. Um. But with that, I think we are rounding the corner of finishing out the aggro discussion point, and we're moving on to one of Kayla's favorite archetypes, which oh, is yeah. <laughs> control. So, <laughs> yeah, here's where here's where blue really takes off. Um, so control, as the name kind of implies, is about controlling the board state, controlling what your opponent can play um it's really kind of a slow game (laughs) and the analogy i thought of was you're sharing a plate of nachos with a friend and you go to put the chip in your mouth but they smack it out of your hand maybe they pick it up and they eat it themselves Like, sometimes Blue can steal spells. That's hilarious. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted the I wanted the piece of chip with guacamole and the one piece of bacon. That is mine. Yeah, I feel like Blue... Yeah. Oh, go for it. <laughs> go ahead. You go. Go for it. <laughs> I just was thinking of another food-based analogy. Like, you're at a barbecue and... There's a table just full of all the food. You're plating up. And, you know, you put your mashed potatoes on the plate, but somebody comes up from behind you, puts the mashed potatoes back, and then fills up your plate with green beans. And you just keep doing that. And I I just imagine, like, while you're trying to get mashed potatoes, like, they're just stacking it on their plate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and oh. just like not letting you get any and then every time you like get some like they steal it and put it on their plate <laughs> I just want my damn mashed potatoes <laughs> so like so it's like that whole like you know I want this but you can't have it because I didn't say it was okay for you to have that it's like that it's like, have, it's like when you're young and you want dessert but you didn't eat your dinner. And your parents are like, no, you can't have any ice cream until you finish your green beans. <laughs> you know, that's kind of sometimes how it feels like when you play like against the control deck, especially blue. Yeah, but it's like, oh, hey, I did eat all my green beans. And then they change their minds and they're like, well, you can't have dessert anyway. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, I worked hard for it. Is it okay still? Nope. I won. <laughs> so, we just, we're just assuming that uh, 
control is basically just somebody stealing your food, and so blue is maybe like that barbecue. Yeah. Because like everybody usually goes to those. Everyone's been to a barbecue in their life. I don't think there's been a. I don't think there's an, a single person who's who I've talked to who hasn't been to a barbecue. Barbecues are fun. They are. And uh maybe that's appropriate for Blue as being being that person at a barbecue that steals all the good food and like maybe you get like a piece or two. Like they're the person who like ate most of the the shrimp cocktail. And like everyone's like, I didn't get any shrimp. Did anybody get any shrimp? It, it doesn't happen often, but you, you, I have been to a few that that's happened at. And I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> One person was like, I just want shrimp. And just, like, took, like, over half the shrimp and just ate it. Oh, Jesus. So that was the blue player. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, in second place for control, what do you think we have? Um, I I would have to, it would definitely, it seems to be a fight between white and black, but I think black comes out better than white. Really? I, why do you think that? Because I would maybe argue that white comes out a little better. Um, I would, I would say, so when we're talking about like control, um, control is usually, they will sometimes um do like one-to-one trades so they'll they'll use one spell to stop one thing um generally speaking so you're usually losing resource when you do so blue why it's the best is because it has the ability to draw it's one of the strongest mechanics in blue black also has really strong draw effect and search Uh effect yeah black versus white yeah, white has very situational tutors, which isn't good when you're playing your control deck because they will know it's coming because they see it. Yeah. Versus a black deck, it's uh, top secret, I grabbed a card. You don't get to know. <laughs> White's like, hey, I'm getting this. It's like, you know, hey, black is like the. Minute. Yeah. Black is totally that, uh, so compare them a little bit, like, so black is, in this instance, is like, you know, they're the, they're that, like, dark alley, like, covert op working guy, he's just like, he's, he's got secret plans, you have no idea what he's up to, but it's like, you know he's up to no good. Just a mysterious stranger. Yeah, he looks sketch. Like super <laughs> sus, you know. Yeah. He he he's wearing like all that like, you know. He's wearing he's wearing a really big hat. He's got a big old trench coat, and he's looking at a piece of paper and putting it back inside his coat and keeps pulling it out. And you're just like, I want to know what he's got on that. <laughs> but you're like, but it seems dangerous. <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of like board removal too, in black. Oh yeah. Versus, like, you know, by comparison to, like, white, which is, like, you know, it's like an officer going and getting an arrest warrant. You know it's coming. Yeah. You know, they, it's like, if you did something wrong and, and they know about it, they're they're going to go get that, like, enchantment removal. That, uh, that iconic, like, Oblivion Ring or, you know, any number of those, like, Exile, non-land, permanent thing your opponent controls until this leaves play. Insert. Tons of... There you have tons of effects like that. And, like, they have the ability to search out enchantments, so it kind of just seems like it's it's like an arrest warrant for me, because it's just like, you know you did something naughty, and this is coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's, it's great. I love it. But, like... Thinking about these control colors as foods. Hmm. What would we put as black? So if blue player is that person who steals all the good food at a barbecue, what's the black player? Oh, gosh. 
Um, <laughs> it's oh, I think I have a good, good one. What's that? Maybe. So you go to like, let's say, a Thai food restaurant, but the waiters there tell you no you have to get the spiciest dish and we can't change the spice level <laughs> <laughs> so like so is that just like referring to as like black is like super strong and you're just like can i can you reduce it back a bit and they're like no we're super yeah. strong and it hurts you a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know why my brain kind of went off on a little weird tangent. I feel like I need to share this. <laughs> I just, like, imagine, like, some, like, scrawny guy going up to a bodybuilder and be like, can you not? And then the bodybuilder looking down at him be like, what? I eat healthy. <laughs> God. Because <laughs> if you look at, like, some of those, like, diets, like, they eat only good foods. Like, veggies and meat pretty much proteins good proteins good veggies you know yeah they pretty much cut sugar out like the iconic like bodybuilder not the ones that like are doing like chemically things to their bodies well that's just cheating um what do you think white would be then let's see let me think about it. Um, so, like, white, obviously, as a control, is it's very in your face. Um, it's very, very powerful. It also has a lot of board presence removal. So, gosh, um, I'd have to say it's, like, white's version of a control in, like, a foods place is literally being like at a Panera Bread, you know? <laughs> Where it's like, you have some of those people that go in there, and they are so mean. <laughs> and they don't care, like, who's behind them. Like, if somebody wants, like, super fresh bread, they will make you wait. So they oh, get yeah. fresh bread. Like, yeah. that's how I view, like, a white control deck, is, like, a place like that, where it's like, they can make, like, fresh orders, and you're being forced to wait. Because they want it fresh. They just demand that the bakers just bake something new. Like, you don't have any fresh bread? Well, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. But also, but also, could you hurry up? Yeah, also, can you hurry up? And also, uh, don't let any of these people behind me go ahead of me because I'm more important I'm, than them. I'm here Gosh. <laughs> So, like, so, like, the idea of control is, like, if we're talking about, like, foods, like, in agro, we were talking about, like, eating contests and, like, how you're just eating tons of food really fast. And now control players are just making everybody else miserable. Yep. It's so like, like um, people who so like, put other You were saying, diet. like, Thai, where, like, Thai food was kind of, like, black, right? Yeah. So what if, like, black was just... They whoever's whenever you're eating is somebody who just always overspices their food to the point <laughs> that it's like super hot all the time, and like you yeah. ask them to kind of not, and they're just like no. <laughs> they just do more or like, oh, wait more. Yeah, they're like they're like that friend that like loves really spicy fit, like loves lo- really spicy food, but also wants you to enjoy it too, like they do. So, when you're not really paying attention, they put, like, hot sauce on your stuff. (laughs) And you're just like, wait, why is this spicy? We got the secret spice. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're that friend that loves to, like, mess with you by putting hot things on your food. Like, they're that person who would casually just, like, put a a Carolina Reaper chip into your your taco from Taco Bell. (laughs) And just see what will happen. Because you enjoy the chip and you thought it was delicious but really hot, but you want to see their reaction, but you know they wouldn't eat it on their own, so you, you're disguising it. <laughs> oh man, that's so mean. I ate one of those. So that little... was that was painful. 
painful experience. My body does not handle spice well. Uh, so. So what, uh, what do we have for fourth? Sorry. Sorry. I I went off, I went off the rails a little bit. (laughs) You're good. Um, so for number four, what do we have? Um, um, so we have red and green. I think, Mm. I think I know what's last again, for sure. Oh, it's green, right? No. No? What? Green is all about big, stompy creatures. There's no control aspect in there. Well, I get that, but I feel like more than red. So... Oh, that's true. Green, you have at least, like, some destroy artifact, destroy enchantment, um, even some creature removal. So... Hmm. This is true. I guess they also of... do have land destruction, too. Yeah, and they've got a lot of draw hmm. power. Um, not exactly. I guess red really is the weakest one, because it only really deals with artifacts, lands, and creatures, really. You got a bit of gain control of creature, but that's usually for, you know, just combat. Yeah. Hmm. So what would you... Well, <laughs> I, I I think I know what green's food place is. What do you think? For control. It's... I think you're going to love it. <laughs> so it's a bar. A bar? <laughs> it's a bar. Okay. And, you know, if you... You always have that, like, one friend that whenever you go to a bar, you have that one friend that, like, you know what would be a great idea right now? Let's start a fight. Okay. You know, they're not rationally thinking about it, and so they just kind of do it. And you're just like, oh, no. Oh, so the situation (laughs) is just kind of out of control. Oh, yeah. Like, green gets, like, out of control really fast. But they like to fight things. They're, they make their creatures fight other creatures, and that's kind of their like creature removal. Oh, I mean, red true. red has fight mechanics too, but like I think it's most appropriate for like green because like you know they have like they break glasses and stuff, which could be like you know artifact enchantment removal <laughs> in a funny way, and sometimes properties damage, so it's like land destruction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so green's control aspect is it's just it's just a really out of control bar fight, <laughs> and I think that's very appropriate since uh, one of our friends who'll probably be joining us in a future episode plays a tribal bear deck which has a lot of fight in it, <laughs> yeah. and I just imagine that deck is like a giant bar fight deck and it's so funny, <laughs> just a bunch of bears fighting a bunch of other things. <laughs> Oh, I can't unsee that. That's beautiful. I guess that just leaves us with the final one, which is red. Mm, Red control. And as we were kind of discussing, they have gain control, fight, deal direct damage to critters, and destroy artifacts and lands. It's just a little weak sauce. Yeah, speaking that everything red's doing, the only thing that's different from it and green is the fact that green has to have creatures in play to deal damage to creatures. Yeah. Is the only real difference. Otherwise, they can pretty much just cast spells and deal direct damage to things. But, like, black can do that, too. So, red's kind of in this, like, you know, it's really weak to removal because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to... You're not supposed to throw your spells at their things. You're supposed to throw it at their face. <laughs> so I guess in an aspect of control for red, though, is player removal, which I guess is technically control, but I don't know if that's good control. You know? Yeah. 
I'm just but what would you like? The food analogy. Oh gosh, like bar fight for a green was just so good that, but it's like almost red is kind of similar. Oh no, no, I know what red is. Huh? Red is like one of those like Chuck E. Cheese like kind oh. of places, but like oh, children are getting into a fight or something. <laughs> because like yeah, you know. Is. Sometimes kids get into a fight there, but sometimes they're just kind of messing around. But, like, you know, the parents are always watching them. Which I feel like is like a red control deck. It's just like, you know, everyone's watching it. And if it's a red control deck, everyone's just kind of like, eh, whatever. As long as, as long as my kid doesn't get a black eye, I don't care. Yeah, it's like the kids think they're so tough, but it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're totally those little kids that, like, they just like run around they're having fun but sometimes it gets a little out of control but it's like oh they're they're cute look they're 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 bopping those moles on the head that are popping up <laughs> yeah i just i red control it's nothing to bat an eye at but definitely compared to the other ones it's definitely the little kitty one of them all yeah totally so um... Yeah, I, I think that will tie us up for control, huh? Yeah, I guess with that, we're on to um, the next play style, which I know you are a big fan of. Mm, combo. So, combo deck, uh, like the name implies again, uh, use combinations of different cards that basically trigger an effect that really can mess up the game in a good way um for combo the analogy i come up with for that in terms of food is sandwiches like you mm. go to a sandwich shop and there's so many different choices but whatever you pick it's most likely going to taste pretty good together um sometimes you get some really weird people that are like, I want peanut butter and ketchup. And that's like, okay. <laughs> Whatever works that's for you. A, that's pretty specific there. <laughs> <laughs> Not speaking from experience or anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sandwiches are usually really filling. Sometimes they can be a little bland, but they're usually Maybe that's a... Maybe the sandwiches are maybe one of the colors in their color oh, pot. Yeah. But um, I think your analogy is pretty spot on, but I was thinking about something um, hmm. just now when you were talking about that. But we should probably talk about what's number one on the combo list. And surprise, it's another color that's already been on number one already. Yeah, so... So going into combos, you might have to help me a bit with this because when I think of combos, I think of at least two different color decks. So my mind, first of all, goes to Simic. Um, but with that, the really strong mono color I can think of is blue. You are correct. Blue is the strongest combo color only because it seems to get a lot of the really fun easy combo-y pieces like intruder alarm which whenever a creature enters the battlefield untap all creatures now if a creature untaps cause an ability to trigger that's a combo piece with this enchantment for those of you who don't know pretty sure most people know about that but for those who don't there you go there's a pretty good synergistic card. It's a little pricey, but if you're doing a deck with untap effects, I recommend it. But yeah, blue like... does have really good synergies, though, um, for the most part, for the combos. And since, uh, I guess, we'll, it's kind of hard for us as commander players because we don't really see monocolors going around very much to see a lot of big combo-y things. But yeah, I've seen a. Fair. There's combos in every color, but the color definitely with the most is definitely still blue, because blue just has so many different ways to do different things. 
that it just ends up being that combo color. Um, other combos kind of are situational depending. So... But it's it's kind of hard to rate everything because everything has such situational values that this one, I hate to say it, will describe it as blues number one and the rest of them are in like a really awkward like we don't know where everything else lies because <laughs> there's so many like combos that rely on so many different aspects that's just like i if i could if i start digging on how many col- how many combos are in each color i'll be here for a while I... um but blue definitely has the most by I a would... long shot i'd maybe argue um, that red might have the least though you know, I was thinking that too, but with more printings that have happened in the past year, I almost disagree. Uh, yeah, there's, there's uh, things like Mirror March that really shook things up. Um, we have Kiki Jiki. That's yeah. really powerful. Um, there's also um, a newer card from Commando Legends that um, I recently watched on uh, on uh, Game Nights. Um, their great show and podcast. Listen and watch them. Um, they, uh, Jimmy was playing a uh, red green deck. He was playing a Rada deck, and uh, he played Underworld Breach at flash speed and was casting Jessica's Will repeatedly. Jeez. And uh, he had his commander out in play, which means he got both the triggers of exiling the top three cards of his library and can play them until the end of his next turn, I believe, was, was what the key phrase on that is. And then he adds red mana equal to the player with the uh, the opponent with the biggest hand size. And it only costs three mana and uh, exile three cards out of his graveyard to keep doing this. So it was basically yeah. a pretty big stormy kind of s- setup. Um, kind of spell in mono red, which I thought was pretty sweet. Granted, he did have green in there, but but that was basically, um, for the most part, just mono red that was going on there that I saw chaining, and I was like, that was sweet. So, there's one that I'm forgetting. Huh? A big one What's that, that? A big one that came out recently is Tybalt's Trickery. Oh yeah. It's causing quite the uproar in modern, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't think it's really prevalent in standard or really commander, but um, it's basically a red counter spell that mills the person whose spell gets countered, and then you exile cards until you hit a card, a non-land card, that has a different name than the one that was countered. So basically, it's kind of like a cheat effect, but also countering a spell. So it's kind of like a Chaos Warp, but it's a counter spell. Yeah. You get to cheat something out. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I think it's a neat card. Um, I think it's pretty interesting if someone plays that in like Commander, because it's like, well, this big threat thing, this game-ending card is going off right now. I'm going to counter it and hope that he doesn't have something like it in his deck and hits something that's completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a kind of an interesting card in Commander, I think, for sure. But, like, as far as the other colors of combos go, I think they're... It's hard to say, like, where everything fits. I think, actually, there's one color I would say is almost at the bottom. But it's hard to say because they all... It's like... They're all situationally, like, in the same spot, I feel. Cause, like, What's the one at the bottom? That's the problem. Like, the thing I was thinking about, I just was like, you know what? No, I have a combo deck that actually uses that <laughs> with my modern deck. So, no, I can't I, even say that. I'm curious. I was initially thinking, them. like, green, but, like, untapping and tapping green elves is totally a thing. Yeah, I feel like there's mm. some good combos in green. Green definitely has a lot of good combos. Like, there's mono green infinite mana combos for days. So I'm like, no, I can't even say that. Like, 
I think combo is one of the harder ones to really rank, but blue is number one. That's that's all I'm gonna say because it's the one color that has the most synergy with itself without really delving into artifacts. Because most of the time when you think about a combo piece um, and the other colors, it usually deals with an artifact or another color. Yeah. Blue is really Blue just does own. itself, yeah. And I just I just feel like blue's number one and the rest are there. So like maybe like as far as like combo decks, maybe like maybe the other colors are just various like fast food or like sandwich shops. And blue yeah. is like that gourmet restaurant. <laughs> because oh, it's the other colors are like just kind of every burger shop, like, yeah, they're all pretty good, but some people have their favorite. Yeah, like it's like like not even like burger specifically, but like it's like whatever like, you know, favorite like everyone's got their favorite shops for certain things. Yeah. Like um Margaret loves Red Robin, my wife. Um and you know, we go there for burgers. That's her favorite burger place for the most part. Um next to like Chompa Street, but like it's just like it's like that, you know. Everybody has their own personal preferences of things, so like maybe like everybody has different like combos they enjoy, so it's hard to really depict it except that blue is just a gourmet restaurant. But the other colors yeah. are like basically how you feel about the colors. Yeah, is like maybe where combo. you categorize where you fit those cuz I don't think it's appropriate to really call those certain things because there's just there's so many different type of combos in the other colors that it's just like you know is it your sauce it is that that's what kind of comes down to so with that then would you argue that the game of magic has a lot to do with getting combos in a deck i i don't think so because not e- Having a combo um, is nice, but like playing just combo decks, not everybody does it. Everybody just plays magic differently. It's not yeah, the same. Because control decks, they're not playing combo. They're Ooh. they're generally pushing for an end game for the most part. They're yeah. like the big bad in the universe when you play against the control deck, and you're just like, oh, I gotta take down this giant. So, because I they've guess, gotten too strong, so yeah. I guess the combo <clears throat> were, were just, they kind of said everything there is to say about combo then, I guess. Yeah, like maybe like if you wanted to get more fancy with it, like, oh, I think green is actually really good. Oh, that's great. Like, maybe like green is is a delicacy restaurant for you. Um, I think blue is the most synergistic, so they're the gourmet restaurant for me. Because they have they have so many different good options, so many pairings together. Like yeah. you know, wine wine goes with pretty much most fancy dishes as a pairing. And that's kinda how I view blue is like you know, there's some really popular dishes with wines and Usually you'll get that wine with that dish. You don't usually do it without it. And that's how I think about blue combos. <laughs> Mono yeah, blue combos with fair. itself is it's it's a perfect pairing. You you can you can try it with another wine. It's just not gonna taste the same. It's like, you know, eating foods a certain way. Like you if you don't eat it this way, it's not gonna give you the right profile. Yeah. And you you want that right profile, or else you won't get the good experience, the one you're supposed to. So, yeah, for as combos as foods go, because of where a combo sits, I feel like it's it's hard to place it in the ranking system, except for the fact that blue is definitely number one, because all of them have. Com- and I I don't know if I can play favoritism because I have a lot of favorite colors in those schemes that I just it's hard it would be hard for me to rank that and 
I just feel like Blue's number one, and they're all fighting for number two. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Do you think that the next play style would be similar? I'm curious to see how you're going to rank. Um, this next one, I actually dis... I think, um, this one's going to be hard, too. Uh, but not as hard as combos, because there's definitely some clear difference. Yeah. So, so. next up, we've got mid-range. And really, mid-range is a lot of... You don't see early game huge plays, but it's kind of ramping up to the mid game and just getting as big as possible in the late game. Um, And with that, the analogy that I have is maybe you get a dish and it's plain rice and you're like okay it's just rice but then you're served some sauce to go with the rice and you're like oh this rice is a little more tasty and then the next course comes and it's steak and vegetable and it's just a full meal I would say by the end but you really started off really kind of boring (laughs) so what you're kind of telling me is basically um, mid-range steaks are basically like a four a four course. That's appropriate. <laughs> it's yeah, so true. With that, it starts off really boring. I would say like not much going on. People are kind of yeah. like, "What does your deck do?" <laughs> um, usually, maybe you're ramping or something, depending on what colors you're playing. I think is where it kind of comes in. Um, but I think that as far as food analogies go, I think mid-range is pretty much any, like, extraneous, like, long meals. Yeah. Because, like, those, like, that seems perfect because they're they're striving, they're building up to the end point where they're going to win. Um, depending on what <clears throat> what their strategy is, which... Generally, uh, mid-range and non-EDH formats, for the most part, unless you're playing CEDH again, um, generally, like, mid-range is um, trying to win by a turn, like, between, like, turn 6 to, like, 9, I think it was, is the mid-range turns that they're, they're striving to win by. So, like, you know, good example of like a good mid-range card is like you know Maldrotha. that's a big mid-range card piece that usually people play yeah <clears throat> so that's a multicolor card though what are you thinking ranks at number one oh uh, yeah you're gonna be surprised at me a little bit because i actually do have a number one for this which is hard because all the colors technically have a mid-range level of energy. There are always late-game bombs, which kind of falls into that mid-range. Yeah. But when I think of mid-range, I think about one color in particular that's really strong about pulling it out really fast and consistent, which I have to give it to green. Green gets the mid-range game. Because they have those big ramp spells and early game ramp spells, which just helps them push for that goal of getting their mid-range victory like a couple turns sooner than expected. But not yeah. in the aggro levels of, well, it's turn four and I cast a ten drop. I mean, yes, that's possible in green, but it's a it's definitely more of like a mid-range strategy than aggro. I feel like... Which, yeah. Go ahead. Like mid... Oh, I just feel like mid-range is just really solid with its defense. So, just like, I would argue that probably green would be number one, but 
moving on with like the defensive aspect, I think probably white would take number two. But yeah, I I would agree with that think? actually. I would think like white or black honestly would be a pretty good mid range, but also blues up there. Because Blue's got that fairly good amount of control, and it's striving for that mid-range kind of level of playing generally. Because usually when you play up against a Blue deck, they're not, they don't generally win by like three or four because that's an aggressive thing. They're going for that mid-range level. Yeah. With the control aspect, um, but like maybe Blue's lower because their win condition is very convoluted. Maybe they're like five in this one because the other colors just have a lot stronger mid range. I because feel like they blue is pretty. It's very late game and there's not too much ramp. It's more of like stalling. So they're great at control getting to the late game. But yeah, I I, think, I don't really think yeah. they're mid range. Yeah, they're definitely not. It depends on your strategy in blue, but like I definitely say for the most part, I think compared to the other colors mid range, I think blue's a little bit weaker on a personal note. I do love blue, don't get me wrong, but I think on this particular list it's it's sitting at the bottom. Because it's not it's not supposed to do. I mean it, it's pushing more for late game more than mid range. Which mid range leads to late game, so I mean, it's a toss up for sure. So like, I would agree that like white's really good at mid range, but I don't think it's number two. I think black is only stronger than that. Yeah, personally, I could see that actually. So because the, black the and aspect white is, they're just so. I always feel like they're really neck and neck, so... Well, they are the two big board wipe. Yeah. And Blue also has that big board presence, too. Which, like, maybe Blue being five is incorrect. Maybe it's four, and we put Red as, like... Because, like, Red has its big, scary dragons and stuff, but, like, Red's pretty aggro-oriented. Yeah, So, that's like, true. maybe... Maybe it not. Maybe it's harder for it to be mid range. I mean, you can with if you synergize it with like another color, but red's trying to end the game early. Generally speaking, yeah, their spells are pretty early game. So like, so this one's a little weird because like we got our number one right out the way, but we knocked out the bottom two because we're having a hard time with the the second and third place. Yeah, <laughs> this is a funny one. This one really made us think about it, but uh, as far as second place goes, I do you want to just put white and black as number two, and then blue can be like number three, and then red's just five? Yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so awkward because there's like there's aspects of like mid range in most colors, but like strategies for that aren't always the same and white has a lot of board cleansing effects and so does black and blue green doesn't have it but it has the ramp that pushes it to mid range yeah really early mid game yeah so like cultivates are very popular in kodama's reach that kind of stuff yep so, I think um, that's going to do it for those playstyles, but we have the hybrids. There are hybrid playstyles that mixes two together to create a different synergy that's not normally seen, I would say. Um, would you agree with that? Like, maybe these, these um, specific um, hybrids might change our minds, maybe? Um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like most EDH decks are kind of hybrids. I could be wrong, um, though. Yeah, I've, EDH decks are pretty much, they have, for the most part, I think they have the, um, 
they have um, pretty much... I think EDH in particular has all the archetypes, kind of the hybrid strategies that you normally would see kind of put together in a hodgepodge because you want you want control, you want aggression, you want combos. You even want mid-range, because mid-range is what's going to keep you in the game. Or knock your opponents. Um, so maybe... Maybe as EDH players, do we need to talk about the hybrid archetypes? Since, since for the most part, when you build a deck, you're striving to maybe put an aspect of each archetype in there anyway. Yeah, I would argue that. So maybe, maybe there's no point in us talking about the hybrids as much because, for the most part, for the format we play, we kind of, we kind of play most of those strategies in most decks. Because you want spot control spells, because you need removal. It does not matter what you're up against. If you go into a game and suddenly, like you're playing some like mid-ranged aggro creature deck, and you didn't bring any enchantment or artifact removal, and you went up against the pillow fort deck, and you have to pay a you have to pay twenty mana to attack that person per creature. Yikes. Uh yeah, you want spot removal, which means you're putting in some control. Um you want combo pieces because it just helps with the synergies of your deck. That well, you generally argue... Go ahead. Oh, well, what's your <laughs> argument? I want to hear this now. Well, not disagreeing with you, actually, but I would just also argue that's why so many commander decks are multicolor is because they use the hybrid. So even if so, you like maybe like hybrid things. strategies are like more for like the dual colors kind of things. Yeah. Um. Maybe like when we do our episode next week, um, we will talk about like our synergies and what we dis- why we went the way we did with our our themes that we did. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! That was a little hint about our next week's episode. Ooh. Um. But. Hopefully, we'll um, have a guest star too. Oh, I I guarantee you we will. Um, our session next week though will be starting a little bit later than normal, but I think um, I think it will be good. Um, we're trying to maybe do this weekly because I think I think me and Kayla are both enjoying this, and hopefully you guys yeah. are as well. <laughs> um, but as far as like synergies go, um, like com- commanders are just <sighs> commander is such a great form because it's just it really puts you into a deck building thing like okay what is my overall goal for my deck and usually you look at your commander piece and they're kind of at the helm so like you're the lord of your your mansion like as we described earlier in the episode you know you have your maids and your butlers in your deck but like maybe your commander in our format, maybe they're like the style of your like maids and butlers. So like yeah, you have your traditional ones, but like there's those diff there's different ones out there, you know? Yeah. And they work really well with like certain things. Like, you know, you have you have a butler maybe who's like he's really good at like bringing food and like keeping your schedule in line versus like maybe another one that's that's really good at keeping the other servants in line you know but it's commander's like the same idea for the most part where it's just like you know every there's so many different ways to do things and everything's got its role to play in in the house, which I guess is the com- your commander, which is the thing they're trying to keep together. Yeah. Make sure nothing falls apart. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why commander tax gets more expensive, because 
maybe you bring your house to life and every time you have to do it, it's just like, oh gosh, I have to do it again. <laughs> maybe it's just like you're you're a strong character, but like every time you, you cast your commander, your house gets like two times heavier. Sometimes it's like, okay, I really need it. Oh, your commander got removed again. Okay, I really need it. But it got removed again. Okay, this is like the sixth time. Can we not do this anymore? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's it's so funny that, like, I just imagine you're like the Lord of the House is picking up the house occasionally to bring it into play, and that's your commander. Yeah. <laughs> But um, as far as, like, archetypes goes, I think our next week's episode is going to be very advantageous for us to talk about the hybrids more. Because we were we were asked for something by one of our, um, one of our uh, friends on Facebook who talked to us, who told us they wanted us to revisit the good old tricolor. Yep. Going and, back to uh, the tri-land. Oh, yes. But this time, something spicy is going on. And we even have a guest star appearing. Yay! And I'm sure he's excited and we're excited. So stay tuned for next week, because when we go live next week, we're going to have a good time, I think. And we will be talking about those hybrid synergies, more of the when we go into our deck text, we'll kind of explain like our synergies, and you'll understand when we talk about it. And like I said, Commander, it's hard to really put archetypes on. I mean, yeah, you have like aggro commanders like Kalia, but she still plays like board wipes because you still need control in case things someone like board wipes you, and then somebody else gets like a huge board that so you're gonna want to keep them under control too. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I think for today, I think I think we had a good talk. What do you think, Kayla? Yeah, we really got some weird analogies with the food in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. Uh, I think we were just both hungry, and that's why we were talking about food today. <laughs> yep, it didn't make it any better. I'm very hungry <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Totally hungry. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I will have to say this was a great episode. Um, we hope to see you next week. Please, um, please take a listen to us, and uh, we hope you have a wonderful day or night or morning whenever you listen to this. <laughs> when we did this recording, it was the afternoon, so. Yeah, thanks for joining us, as always. Yes, and this is Chris, um, and... And I'm Kayla. And we are signing off as... Made Made in EDH. EDH. (laughs) One day we'll get it synced. (laughs) We'll work on that. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll, we'll somehow... Finish each other's sandwiches. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. Later, guys. Later. Have a good one.